Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of We Believe to You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And today we got more listener stories. Haven't done this in a little bit, I feel like. Yeah, we, we're going to definitely make these a regular thing. Also, because I discovered something. Actually, I kind of already knew about it, but Reddit. You can uh, ask for stories and people are more than willing to share. So that's what that's what I've been doing. Sweet. I don't know what Reddit is. You know what it is. I know what it is. I've just never been on <laughs> Yeah. It took me forever to freaking figure it out how it works. Yes. And I, and I hated like the comment section, like how it works. Like, yeah. And then the thread and then a sub thread and then like another sub thread. Now Facebook is doing it. So I hate it. Even. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was able to get some stories. So I got a couple for you. So maybe I don't hate it that much anymore. <laughs> All right, well. All right, well, let's jump in then, guys. Alrighty. Um, what do you want to start with? Do you want to start with Reddit, or do you want to start with Luz de Garman, who's been a godsend with all her stories? <laughs> I say let's start with Reddit. All right, go for it. Okay. Something is in my mattress. That's what it's called. Yeah, springs. Oh, my God. And not if it's memory foam. True. Yeah. It's way more comfortable than springs, let me tell you. You have a Tempur-Pedic? Yeah. Is it really? Is it good? good? Dude, let me tell you, like, going completely off topic. (laughs) Like, we lay in the bed and we're like, okay, yeah, it's a bed. It's nice. It's whatever. Then we go and we sleep at somebody, like, you know, when we would go visit family, whatever, sleep at somebody else's house in their bed or whatever the guest bed that they had and you're like oh okay this isn't my bed and then you get back home and you lay in your bed again you're like oh my god this yeah Yeah, so it exactly yeah i I bet okay so uh again it's called something in my mattress um by turtle dude (laughs) okay so i don't know how else to say this without sounding completely insane but here it goes Something strange is going on in my bedroom, and I don't know what to do. Almost every night when I go to bed, I feel my mattress move. Like, not just slide off the box spring, and not just my sheets moving. I'll physically feel my mattress move below me. Like, it's poking me. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Um, Like, it's poking me. In fact, I feel it at this very second. It pushes me. And it's, it isn't subtle at all. I know it isn't in my head. It has woken me up and it's kept me awake. Last night when going to bed, I felt as if my mattress was breathing. No thank you. Like my mattress was a giant chest and it was inhaling and exhaling. A few nights ago, I woke up to my mattress violently shaking. That's a demon, sir. Uh, it all stops when I leave the room. I sleep in my kitchen. I slept in my kitchen one night dragged the mattress in there and slept fine. For a while, I thought maybe I was slowly being uh, poisoned by carbon monoxide, so I bought an alarm and it hasn't gone off. I've tried to film it. I'm never able to as it stops when I try. This isn't a very old mattress. There aren't any animals or bugs living in it. In fact, there's nothing inside of it. Not even springs. See, I told you. Uh, It's a purple mattress. Have you heard of purple mattresses? Yeah, I was considering getting that before I got the Tempur-Pedic. So it's a purple mattress that he got in 2017. 
He's like, I can't make this up. And that's how it ends. Yeah, I'm just going to say this guy sounds ungrateful. It sounds like this person, this thing is trying to give him a massage, keep him cool at night, (laughs) help him go to sleep, and he's just being ungrateful. Oh, it does sound like one of those massaging chairs. No, but it's still super creepy. Yeah, I know. If I felt all those things, I'd be freaking out. Um, Because just again, based off of the experiences that I had with the... Well, they were, they were just dreams, but I can only imagine that the feeling, like feeling that in real life. Yeah, uh, no, no, like <sighs> something poking you, and then like, ugh, I yeah. just, I, yeah, sorry. That's why I kept like reacting as I was reading it because it's just no. <laughs> he needs his sister to go over in Sage's house. Yeah, see, not everyone is blessed with such a sister. Sorry. Yeah, no, um, that definitely doesn't sound like fun like i i also did think i oh, will maybe like he just doesn't realize that you know his mattress got infested like with like rats or something that's what he's feeling um because that's definitely a that can happen not speaking from experience <laughs> but i feel like that'd have to be more of a spring mattress or yeah yeah well but yeah. a purple mattress, like I don't think. Yeah, no. Well, I was thinking because, like, even a Tempur-Pedic, since it is memory foam, like they could literally they could chew through it and like make little tunnels. But it's a purple. I understand. That's that was my the, the, this was my thought process. Like I was like, <laughs> okay, it's a box. It's like a spring mattress. And then he said it's not a spring mattress. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, even the Tempur-Pedic, you could do that. And he said it's a purple mattress. And I was like, okay, well, I got nothing for you, bro. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah. I. Don't know. And it's super weird, too, that it's fine in the kitchen. It's just that bedroom. So maybe it's not even the mattress itself. I wonder if it's like a something is actually moving the mattress or if like something's in the bed with him making it feel like I don't even know. Sorry. I have no answers. Well, just I mean, because I feel like I feel like if it was something like laying next to him or something like he would feel like, you know, like you would like the indentation and he would be rolling over like, like he's yeah, feeling it come from underneath type and of thing you know I mean? yeah. yeah no okay well that was that story that was uh creepy short and sweet all right so let's go with lose the gunman story this one i read it a couple times well i had to translate it so i mean obviously i read it um but it's uh it's definitely interesting and i'm not going to mention anything but if you say it yourself, oh, you know, it is what it is. It was a dark night on the 31st of October. The year isn't important, but it was recent. That night, there was an event at the Casa Mata Fort Museum in Matamoros, Tamaulipas. This museum has many ghost stories that I will tell you about later. This particular night, there was an event, and in the halls in the back, there are pianos. One of those pianos works. The other one is just a piece for the museum. It doesn't work. In these halls, they host events such as conferences, talks, among other things. This day, Martin, my son, since he is an employee there, had to verify that everyone that was at the event left and had to lock up the museum when everyone was gone. Since he didn't have transportation, I told him that I would go pick him up. The event was over after nine. And when I noticed that there weren't any, uh, weren't many people coming out anymore, I got out of the car and went inside. I went to the main hall where Martin was and I told him, okay, I guess all, uh, all the people are gone. 
He said, yeah, but I have to wait for the personnel to pick up the tables and we have to wait a little bit longer. So I left the main hall and sat down on the bench inside of the museum, but outside of the hall. Okay, now follow me so we can check to see that all the doors are locked. We went to the halls in the back. The lights were on. He checked to make sure that no one was in there. He closed the doors to all the halls, turned off all the lights, and we started walking towards the exit. The only thing left was to lock up the main entrance. Halfway to the exit, I heard a piano. Uh, I heard a piano playing. Martin and I stopped dead in our tracks and I asked Martin, did you hear that? And he turned and replied, yeah, it's one of the pianos. My legs froze. No. <laughs> I didn't know whether to scream or run. Martin looked at me with wild eyes and wanted to hurry up, but said he got chills. I couldn't walk. I felt petrified because both of us heard a melody on the piano. There was absolutely no one inside. The only people there were us two and the night watchman outside. We tried to walk fast, but our legs were very heavy. We aren't sure how we got to the exit. The seconds felt like hours. We got there. He quickly closed the door. Both of us had a cold sweat while the melody on the piano continued to invade the atmosphere. We couldn't believe what we were hearing. Who could, who could be playing the piano? We had just made sure everyone was gone. The doors were closed and the lights were off. Martin said to me, let's hurry up and close this and get out of here. I don't want to be here anymore. We still had chills and the night watchman decided to stay outside of the museum in front of the locked door sitting in the chair. He didn't want to stay either. This is one of the many stories that the Casa Mata Fort keeps. Mm-mm. What would you do? <laughs> uh, run. You really? You wouldn't go try and see like... If the- catch the piano playing by itself like physically with your eyes nah maybe i mean or i, I don't know dude because like if i just checked and made sure that no one was there like like part of me says yes i would want to go back and and make sure that nobody was on the piano but at the same time like i would also want to send somebody else just in case somebody like just in case a ghost wants to like kill them like it kills them and not me <laughs> ghosts can't kill you no i know i i mean like i said yeah i i don't know man i i want to say yes i would go back and check because i want to see that for myself yeah um because my like another explanation for me would be like um like a rat or something or a cat like running across the thing but you can tell the difference between yeah a rat or a cat running across a keyboard rather than somebody playing an actual melody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you know? that was no rat or cat. That was the ghost. Oh, yeah. wait. I should also say, because it's an old fort, was it stone tape theory? Well, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. But if you want to say that, sure. I'll agree. I feel like if we had different like merch shirts and stuff yours would say stone tape theory and it would be me it would be me doing this with my hands up my hair crazy and being stone tape theory and then mine is aliens yeah but that one's like og yeah so probably some sort of copyright i wouldn't doubt it because after that he started wearing his hair like that in all of his interviews Uh, all the time yeah yeah so uh, anyway uh yeah no i mean 
it's it, again something like that at a fort where stuff like there was battles and people more than likely died um yeah i mean i, I would feel like that's something you know that's definitely the case in that situation or it could be something not necessarily attached to the fort but attached to the piano you know what i mean that's true yeah i i mean yeah that's definitely an option i didn't really consider but it, it can definitely be that and and again like um just because it is like stone i I, we probably talked about it but like it's not necessarily always a bad thing it can be Dude. It's fine. <laughs> test 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 one two can you hear me yeah i got you hey guess what happened uh you forgot to check that your mic was uh working on the computer uh yeah and I discovered that it wasn't plugged in at all. Womp womp. Anyway, well, I mean, it's fine. It's not like the audio wasn't recorded. It's just not going to be as good. So, sorry. Story of my freaking life. It's happened like 10 times already. Anyway, you ready for the next spooky story? Yeah. Okay. Down. This one's, I will say, is not ghostly still paranormal very weird can't wait to get your thoughts um this was from almost unbelievable okay it says the year would have been either 1989 or 1990 and i would have been a young teenager my mom always made a sunday dinner without fail it was one meal that we could always rely on meat roasties veggies and plenty of it too we loved our Sunday dinners. The rest of the week is sugar or tomato ketchup buddies. Um, anyway, they're not from here. Uh, it sounds like they're UK. from England. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Mom isn't spelled mom. It's mum. Got it. Anyway. Okay. So this Sunday was no different, except we needed some potatoes to make the roast potatoes. And my mom said she would walk down to the shop, which is no more than a 10 minute walk away. She left at 11 a.m., and she always had lunch ready for one. We expected her to return no later than 11.30. So anyway, time ticked on. 11.30 came and went, then midday. And about this time, we were getting really concerned and a little impatient. We were all hungry and looking forward to our roast potatoes. So where on earth was my mother with the damn food? But then 12.30 came and went. Our bellies stopped rumbling, and we started to get really anxious as to where she was. So I started to pace outside the house, looking down the road to see if she was coming, but she was nowhere in sight. Then I saw the number six bus. It stopped outside of the shop and was just two stops away. I wondered if she had waited to go get on and so watched as it neared. Knowing if she was going to get off of it, she, she'd be standing at the front of it. Well, something was on the bus. It was a figure all dressed in black from head to toe, and it was waving at me uh, furiously. I don't know why, but I got the impression it was my mom, even though she was not wearing anything like that. So I kept looking at the person, quote unquote, thing, and the bus passed right by me and the person, quote unquote, was locking eyes with me and still waving like a lunatic. The bus stopped about 100 meters further away and just around the bend on our road. So I decided to leg it about 40 meters or so so that I could see this thing get off the bus. But the bus never stopped. It carried on, and there was just one more stop it could go to. 
um, and it decided to and I decided to race it there. I made it to the terminus as the bus pulled in and nobody got off the bus. I asked the driver where was the woman dressed all in black. He said there was never a woman on the bus like that. I told him she was waving like a lunatic a couple of minutes ago, and he laughed and said I was dreaming as nobody had been on the bus since Leighton, about six stops back. Confused I confused and scared, I walked back home and told my dad and sister. They didn't know what to do or what to make of it either. But one thing was certain. Mom was nowhere to be seen. We went back we went to look for her and she had vanished. Just vanished. I don't know why, but we never called the police. I think we never thought about it uh, that way. Nowadays you would nowadays you would, but back then it just didn't happen. So it got to 8 p.m. and the key slid in the door and in walked in mom with the potatoes. Woo woo. That's what it says. That's not me. (laughs) 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 We could have our dinner. Uh, He says, ha, only joking. We all went ballistic. Where have you been? Et cetera, et cetera. She looked dazed and confused and said that she had only been gone no more than 30 minutes. She didn't or couldn't understand any of it. The only thing she did recall was entering the stop, the shop and remember it being light outside and thought that was a little strange when she walked out and it was dark. But she had no idea she had been missing for nine hours. Uh, my, my mom, pre this event, had a job working in mushroom picking uh, and she had flunked school and didn't have any qualifications and never any really drive to better herself. But after this, in fact, the same year, she started to attend night school to get her, I guess, what would be like a GED, but it's a GCSEs. I don't know. If you're overseas, tell me what that means. Um, she got six of them and the highest grade, an A. She then attended night school again and took on uh four A levels and got four straight A's. Then she went on to the university and uh, completed two full honor degrees and at the same time in criminology and law. She then took on other courses such as hypnotherapy, Reiki, animal therapy, and became fully qualified to teach in those. She got a job in the civil service and got promoted almost every single year until she was very high up. She basically had a thirst for knowledge, something she had never had before this event. So was this connected? Did something happen to her that made her behave like this afterwards? Uh, Where did she go for those nine hours? Who was that black figure waving at the bus? So GCESEs. I've heard that before because I've seen some uh, uh, British YouTubers. um, But also I was like, man, I've heard that before. And I just looked it up. So we know now. General certi- uh, general certificate of secondary education, so basically a GED, I guess. Um, but they do do something. I, I think I don't know if it's just something you do after, like if you never got your degree or, or like your diploma or whatever. Because I've heard them also mention something called A levels, which I don't know if that's the same thing or not. But it's basically like, uh, I guess like standardized testing that's like what i guess our tax tests and stuff like that would be here in texas or any kind of standardized test you know in the united states that you need to do to you know to graduate and stuff like that so i'm assuming the gcse is something similar to that if not like the ged 
Well. But yeah, as far as that other thing, sounds like she went into, um, what was it, what are they called? Fairy, like a fairy circle oh. or fairy ring type of thing? Or there's like a glitch in the matrix? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think some sort of like, well, you know, and I was like going through uh, and uh, it could be like she got swapped out with a different version of herself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like a doppelganger type of thing. Yeah. Or just, you know, there's different alternate realities. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So if like a different version of herself from a from like, another reality swapped out and that one was just more driven. And... Like Earth 2 mum. What? Like Earth 2 mum. Like mom. Oh, Earth 2.0 two. mom? No, like, okay, well, like in the Marvel Universe, like there, or no, I'm sorry, DC, there's like um, Earth 1, Earth 2, Earth 3, stuff like that. Gotcha. It's a multiverse. So like it's the same planet Earth, but in the different universes, like it's just different versions of, you know, uh, like that same Earth. So in one Earth, you could be Michelle Baker or whatever. And then in another Earth, you're Michelle the doctor or something like that you know what i mean you just th- threw like nerd facts at me thinking that i was gonna know it and i didn't sorry the more you know and then mom uh mom i was just saying because you know oh no i got that mom. i got oh, that okay, part. Okay. i just i was like earth two i don't i don't get that but i, I got it now it makes sense ha 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 i loved it it was a great joke well it wasn't really a joke it was like well anyway moving Jesus on christ why are you like this i don't know dude <laughs> just leave me alone <laughs> anyway uh, okay. uh yeah so i i mean it, it i don't know i don't know what is possible because it's just really weird and then what, what was that black figure you know yeah you know what and that and i think that's something that we should deep dive into is alternate realities gregory gregory the gregory mm-hmm. maybe it was georgie no greg i don't know never mind george georgia Georgina, but no, it has to be like a gr. Greg, uh, Griselda. Griselda de Gregory. <laughs> sure, that <laughs> works. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we should dive into multiverses. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. That'd be interesting. No, um, I, it's I. I said it for a reason. It's just the thought of it. I know it's gonna take a lot, dude. Because because I've always like thought that like. Like sometimes I make a decision and, and stuff happens or like I look back to my past, right? And I'm like, like if I would have made this other decision rather than I made the decision that I made right now, how different would my life be? Or like how many strings are attached to like, you know, like, uh, like, cause it, like in those books, I don't know if you ever read any, I don't know if it was Goosebumps or like where you like create your own story. So like you're reading a oh. lot pages right and then it says okay if you like want to make this decision jump to this page and then you continue Mm -hmm. the story that way so like i always think of my life like that like if i would have done this like how would my life have been different as opposed to where i'm at right now or like say that day that we almost died in that you know the the yacht or you know we're getting pulled under like if we would have gotten our legs chopped off or something like how different would our lives be right now type of thing you know what i mean that was a traumatizing experience. And also, like, yes, it was very. And also, like, uh, if that would have happened, um, you know, are we living this life right now, but in an, like, 
alternate reality or an alternate universe that did happen and that's happening alongside our reality right now you know probably it's i don't know it's just things that i think about and randomly like well that's why like honestly one of my favorite i you know for the most part i like all the marvel movies but in particular um dr strange just like really stood out to me because it has to do with I don't know. I just connected more with that one. And then all the time and manipulation and everything like that is just fascinating. And they kind of go into it too. And uh, was it Endgame? Yeah. In uh, Endgame, when they're trying to get all the stones and they have to like go back to New York. Oh, yeah. yeah, And they're with uh, blanking on her name. But she's like talking about all the different realities and stuff like that and how every time you fuck with it, you're creating a different reality. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, we should do alternate realities as a topic. Deep dive, for sure. Fuck yeah, dude. Shall we read one more? Sure. So this one's called... Uh, it's from Beefy Darnell. Uh, growing up, my sister always hated being in her room. She rarely went inside it alone and refused to sleep in there. I can relate. So can I. Right? <laughs> uh, she was always a scared kid, so nobody thought much about this can also relate to that she used to tell us that there was an old lady who lived in her closet oh fuck that sorry an old lady who lived in her closet and at night she would come out and just stare at her no cannot relate no (laughs) (laughs) sometimes she said the old lady would grab her feet and poke at her eventually she started sleeping in there again when she got older but i don't think she ever felt comfortable When I moved out, she took my old room. I ended up moving back after a few years, and since she had switched to my old room, my only option was to take her old room. Uh, This was in 2015. I lived in that room totally fine for the first few weeks, maybe even a month. I had actually forgotten how scared she used to be of the room. One night, I had a friend staying with me, and we had both fallen asleep. I woke up sometime before the night. I don't know exactly what time, but I know it was after midnight. I thought my friend was sitting up on the edge of the bed looking at me. Oh, God. It was pretty dark. Uh, It was pretty dark in the room and not pitch black, but not pitch black, sorry. I could very easily see the human figure there. I assumed it was my friend sitting there, and after a minute or so of her just staring at me, I started asking if she was okay or if she needed anything. She wouldn't answer me, and it seemed eerie, but but I, still half asleep, Um, didn't want to put too much thought into it. I told her she should lay back down and I closed my eyes and started settling into my pillow. Then I felt her lean down next to my face. Uh, I could actually feel her hand pressed into the mattress next to me and I could feel her weight shift and her head touch the pillow (laughs) beside me. I'm like, I can't, I can't. Uh, okay, and the only reason I'm reacting this way is because I didn't read this one beforehand, so I'm reacting as I read it, and it's terrifying me. <laughs> okay, I opened my eyes because it startled me how close she was to my face. I do wear con- I do wear contacts, and I had taken them out to sleep, so all of this was pretty blurry on top of the darkness. But it was still obvious. It was still obviously a person. This makes me want to never take out my contacts ever again. Sure, just get eye infections then. Uh, okay it's like actually one of my fears is like 
waking up in the middle of the night and seeing a figure, but not actually being able to see it because my eyesight is shit and it's just this blob and makes it scarier. But I mean, I I would feel like if it's like right in your face, you'd be able to see it, right? Like, because I mean, mm, I mean, I guess, yeah. Like the one time that I was like checking to see if my wife was laying next to me, and uh, because I was like, I felt like she wasn't next to me, so then I throw my arm over to like, like you know, like slam the that side, and I hit her in the face. <laughs> Yeah, I felt really bad. And she's like, who's that for? I was like, "Uh, I thought you weren't in bed. And I was just checking to see if you were. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, bad eyesight problems. Okay, uh, back to the story. I could make out the face staring directly into my eyes, but I couldn't see it in great detail. At this point, that answered a question. At this point, I'm still assuming it's my friend, but regardless of who it was, the behavior was very strange. I instinctively flinched away from the face being so close to mine, and I said something like, what are you doing, and what's wrong? But again, she didn't answer. I watched it sit back up and felt it. I felt its weight shift again. I was pretty unsettled by this point, so I just closed my eyes again and hoped she would lay back down. After laying there with my eyes closed for a few seconds, I felt a finger press hard on my forearm right below my elbow. And it quickly swiped up to my wrist. The feeling of that finger was so incredibly cold. And it was a feeling that lingered. After that, I was very shaken and fully awake. I opened my eyes and looked at this woman again. I started putting everything together and realizing how strange this was. Glowing isn't the right word, but there was definitely a lighter tint to this being than the rest of the dark room. This... This is when I looked next to me and realized my friend was still laying there asleep. She was over near the edge of the bed and and I was laying back against the wall. Whatever was sitting there staring at me had to have been sitting on my friend's legs. I didn't feel panicked exactly, but I was very unsure what to do. I had a sense that this woman wasn't evil and didn't want to harm me, but I was still freaked out and so I just slowly rolled over to face the wall instead that's it (laughs) okay um i didn't take my eyes off of it until i had rolled over it watched me the whole time and i felt like it understood that i was scared i've seen things before but nothing like this this is the only time i ever saw the woman also i'm just assuming it was a woman it was very dark and blurry but the energy i guess just felt like a woman to me Uh, I don't think it was a dream because I never actually went back to sleep. I laid there facing the wall with my eyes closed until I heard someone else get up. It says, edit, I also want to mention that I do have sleep paralysis every now and then, but this experience was totally different. Yeah, don't don't you know that turning around and facing the wall, like, makes everything go away? Yeah, just like pulling the covers up over your head, like I did with the shadow. I, I don't know. It's because I was going to say, like, if, I, if like somebody was in my face like that, like, I would have I would react. But I mean, I guess if you're laying with somebody in bed, then you're not like you're not expecting it, I guess. Or you're like, yeah, whatever, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. That that was a nice little story to end on. <laughs> Creepy yeah. the hell out. And I could like see it happening in my head, too, and like experience it have too good of an imagination and it's like i just imagine like this little old lady with like this little shut uh, up white fro bob type thing like 
like quite little fro like you know that old lady typical yeah. old lady hair or like uh from courage the cowardly dog oh yeah, lady? yeah. Like that kind like of Betty hair White. yeah kind of yeah from golden girls when no, she no no yeah 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 okay yeah but like a little bit shorter and a little bit higher yeah. all right those are all the stories we got for you guys what'd you think are you asking me oh you can't answer sorry I was like, are you asking me? <laughs> I'm like asking our audience that can't reply back to us. Yeah. But you can reply back to us if you leave us a comment or shoot us a message or even better, leave a five-star review on iTunes. Yeah, you can do that. And not even just iTunes. Now we're on like Audible, Amazon. You can, yeah, you can leave reviews on Facebook as well. There's plenty of places to Spotify. leave feedback. Spotify. You can't leave reviews on Spotify. But you can follow and or subscribe. Share. Yeah, you can yep. subscribe. And uh, you can uh, go subscribe on YouTube too. I mean, it's just the audio, but hey, it's views. Yeah. All right. Uh, Eric, do you want to go down the list of places that people can find us? Our Instagram is at We Believe DU Podcast. Our Twitter is at WBDY Podcast. Facebook is We Believed You with a question mark. And our email is We Believed You at gmail.com. So if you guys want to send us those uh, stories, share your listener stories, we'd be more than happy to, uh, to get them, read them on the podcast because we want to hear them because we believe. Do you? Do you?